One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to Season 2 of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. I'm George Lizas. I'm a spiritual teacher, intuitive, the co-creator of the Elemental Healing Practitioner course and the author of Be The Guru. Before I introduce my first guest for season two, I'd like to invite you to come hang out with me in your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and to follow me on Instagram at George Lizos for more spiritual guidance on following your life purpose. To kick off season two, I invited Radley Valentine to talk all about his new book, Compendium of Magical Things. I describe this book as Hogwarts in a book. It is something that my 15-year-old self would absolutely love when I was first starting out on my spiritual path, as it's got everything from casting the runes, reading tarot cards, communicating with fairies and angels, using the pendulum, consulting the I Ching, and using all sorts of divination methods. In this interview, Radley and I chat all about all those different methods, as well as how to get started on divination when you're first starting out, 
how to take an empowering approach to using divination systems, and what it takes to run your own spiritual business. Our chat is full of nuggets of wisdom, and I cannot wait for you to dive in. Enjoy this episode with Radley Valentine. Radley Valentine is an internationally known speaker, author, spiritual intuitive, radio show host, and a recovering certified public accountant. After leaving the corporate world, Radley became recognized internationally as the author of best-selling tarot decks, The Big Book of Angel Tarot, How to Be Your Own Genie, and his latest book, Compendium of Magical Things. His Hay House radio show, Magical Things with Radley Valentine, is a mixture of teaching through laughter and poignant readings for listeners. His very popular video show, Ask Rad, streams on Facebook and Instagram simultaneously each week. Radley, welcome <coughs> to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Hi, George. <laughs> it is so excited to have you here. and It's so excited to, to tackle and laugh with you again oh, this time so online. It's been too long. <laughs> it's, been, it's been almost a year, actually, since the last time I saw you <coughs> at the Angel World Summit in, in Bristol, actually. Right. Uh, but so good to be catching up. Um, online this time. So let's just go into this beautiful book, which I've loved reading. My 15-year-old self rejoiced reading this especially. I'm, I'm going to get to that a little bit later, but I want to start from the story behind doing all this work. Uh-huh. Now, your, your journey of discovering your magic, it's just so relatable for people because you've started off as, um, as an accountant, hiding your intuition and staying in the spiritual closet until eventually taking the leap of faith and becoming a spiritual teacher. And there's just so many people right now in this situation who are just scared to make the leap. What would your advice be to those people? Well, um, and, and this is the, the CPA that does still live in, in this side of my head, but <laughs> um, um, you know, plan, plan, plan. Mm. Um, I, I, I can't, because I think that what happens is that people think, oh, I'll just take this leap of faith and I'll just jump. And, and law of attraction says that if you truly have faith, if you truly believe, the universe will catch you and it'll be okay. And, and, but the, the catch word in there is truly, mm. just consciously, but also subconsciously. And and so I think it's really, really important to plan, plan, plan. And I think it's also really, really important to understand what is it that you are wanting to accomplish. I mean, <clears throat> are you wanting to turn this into a full-time job that supports you? Um, because that takes plan, plan, plan. And it also takes a lot of hard work. People don't understand. They think that being self easy and it's oh this will be great and I'll have no boss and blah 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 but being self-employed is a ton of work it is very hard I do not I work seven days a week <clears throat> I rarely take a day off and and but if you're doing what you love it doesn't feel so much like work and so that that helps balance it out I think the other thing that is critical that when I bring up, people just go blah. <laughs> is that this is 2019, and you cannot be in this business 
if you do not understand how to promote yourself. You and people think that's gross and it makes them sick and and they think that, oh, that's not very spiritual. But I just have to turn that around and go, look, if you want your message out there, if you want to be that light of the world that is within you and shine it to the rest of the world and help people, people have to know you exist. And so things like what you and I are doing right here, Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. It's just the reality of our time. And, and there are a few extremely successful intuitives out there that I know that are pure word of mouth, don't even have a website, but they are rare. Mm. And you have to get past it. You just have to get past it. I'm so glad you're talking about this so honestly because so many spiritual teachers just encourage, oh, just quit your job and the universe will just catch you and the angels will catch you. And it's not real like that. The angels will support you, but you need to put in the work. I remember because we met uh, through Hay House while I worked for Hay House. And I was working a full-time job while running my business part-time. And then I reached a point when I had the epiphany. I'm like, George, like I've heard my angels and my guides clearly say you're ready to uh, just go self-employed. But again, my, my logical side kicked in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a year to plan for it, to make sure I have a solid plan before I'm ready to do this. And that's what I did. I had the epiphany a year before I quit my job. And then the transition was so much easier as a result of that. So I'm so glad you're talking about this so bluntly and so honestly, because so many people have this desire and I, I see so many people get disappointed when they quit and it doesn't work out. And it's not only not because they are not talented, but because they haven't planned. So thank you for this. <clears throat> Let's talk about this beautiful book, Compendium <laughs> of Magical Things. Now, why did my 15-year-old self rejoice? Because growing up in Cyprus, a very traditional Christian society, my only way of expressing my, my spirituality, my woo-woo-ness, was in the spiritual closet. It was me in my room with a thousand books around me, just delving into all kinds of spiritual uh, modalities and divination systems. And actually a book like that was exactly what I needed at the time because Again, it has everything from the I Ching to, uh, to pendulums, to tarot, to angels, to fairies, so many different uh, divination modalities for someone to just immerse themselves into. So my question is, what was your inspiration behind writing this book? And what is your intention and hope for it? So funny thing about Compendium. <laughs> compendium was actually supposed to come out before Jean. Huh. And um, it, it was, Compendium was always designed to be a follow-up on the work that I had done with Tarot. Mm -hmm. um, because I consider that, that I have two life purposes, if you will. One is telling people how to have a magical life, which is genie. And then um, taking the fear out of spirituality for people, mm. in essence, Compendium. And in essence, what I did with tarot, you know, was to take this thing that a lot of people would look at, and here's this guy, and he's laying face down in a pool of blood with 10 swords in his back, and go, just so we can say, situation is over. <laughs> Which is like, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And so, 
Um, um, I wanted, but somewhere in there, it got flipped. And I think it got flipped because I tell people that how to be your own genie is my heart and compendium is my head. Uh. And, and, and so I had done, you know, the big book of Angel Tarot, which is also kind of in my head. And I wanted to talk about my heart because of exactly the reason that you started this interview with when you said, Radley, how did you, what's your advice from going from corporate accounting or whatever to a spiritual career? Well, that's what Jeannie is. It's that path. And, and I was getting asked that over and over and over. And so that's how Jeannie wound up getting, coming out first. But Compendium <clears throat> was a lot of hard work to write because these, most of the, um, I call them languages of the divine or uh -huh. the divinatory tools, whichever words you want to use. Most of those, a lot of them are very complex. Um, they have a lot of, they had a lot of fear around them for people. You know, you could talk about runes and people would just go, ah! Well, yeah. and, and I know why, because the, the backstory to runes is pretty creepy. <laughs> So, but the fact of the matter is, is that's the mythology rather than the, the language of the divine itself. And so as I went through um, each different um, methodology for communicating with source, oh. I was utterly blown away, just blown away. I mean, I would, I would pull a rune and it would be spot on to what was going on in my life. And then I would do the I Ching and it would be the exact same message. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, you know, one of the things that people have to understand about compendium or about language of the divine at all is just that some of them are better for, you know, I always use the example, do I buy the blue car or do I buy the red car? We're not going to ask the I Ching that. I mean, the I Ching, <laughs> laughing <laughs> right but uh, if you have something existential going on in your life i mean literally that whole question of am i going to make a huge transformation in my life whatever that is the I Ching will blow your mind. Uh. You know? And making the I Ching easy and, and taking the fear out of it, because I don't think I Ching was fear. I Ching was intimidation. Yes. But it's each a huge one, book, so many different messages. It gets confusing. It's a whole thing. It is. <laughs> yeah. It, it gave me a headache. I say that in the book. It literally gave me a headache. But it's that's what the book is all about. It's like letting people find, have this opportunity. I call it compendium a buffet. Yeah. It's like here are all these different ways of talking to the divine. Try them. Something's going to light, light you up, you know, and whichever one that is, that's great. And then if you want to go down the rabbit hole for all of the way more complexities and the mythologies and stuff like that, then great. But you don't have to. It's a great way to just start on using divination tools and just see what interests you and so you can uh, delve into more. So, Absolutely. of course, there is um, a chapter here on Tarot and Oracle cards because you've authored several um, 
card decks, you've authored a book on tarot and online courses. Now, I was always curious, why do you consider tarot to be so important, so valuable? What was your interest? Why, out of all these various divination tools, why did you focus on tarot? Well, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a, a um, very specific reason, and then there's another reason. But the specific reason is that when I was your age, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really, really wanting to focus on my spirituality, I turned to angels. That's where I went. Okay. And where I lived was in the Southeast United States, and there just wasn't a lot of people in Knoxville, Tennessee, teaching people how to talk to angels or anything else for that matter. And, and so I, but there was the internet. Yes. And so I found um, teachers online, and one of them was, um, her name was Carla, and she was the first person to teach me about angels, but she wow. also loved tarot. Mm -hmm. And so it almost was like, it, it, just, it just came together because she, she taught one, she also taught the other. So I very quickly fell in love with the tarot and and that was also part of what was so powerful about writing compendium for me because it really made me look at these other methods and go okay Radley there's a whole there's there's all this other stuff too you know it doesn't mean that I'm going to start teaching a class on the I Ching tomorrow <laughs> I still am in love with my tarot yes that's 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 the specific reason why it happened but also it's a love affair hmm. It's just a love affair. And I have six decks so far and I'm working on two more. Oh, that's exciting. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm sure everybody listening will be excited as well. Uh, I guess some things just are just part of us. Like, as you said, like the favorite color, preferences. It's just something we're born with, which is a great way to look at it. So people reading uh, the book will maybe have like a, a light um, turn on as soon as they uh, they reach on a subject that really interests them and it really resonates in them like that. Right, right. So, um, what I love about your decks is that they're stripped of all negative symbolism, negative connotations, like I don't see the death card, there is no tower. It's all very toned down in a very beautiful, positive way, and that's why I use the cards so much. Now, I want to tie this topic with the, um, the disempowering fortune-telling kind of way that people tend to use tarot cards and other divination systems. So here in Cyprus, for example, the culture is people read the, um, the coffee cup. So we have oh, this big yeah, yeah. coffee, so they read the coffee cup. And I remember as a kid just uh, going to my grandma for the summer and staying over and then her neighbors would come and they would read the cup and it always ended with doom, like, like people dying, <laughs> like sickness, all this kind of stuff. So that scared me in the beginning and many people still, up to this very day, I go to like mind, body, spirit shows here in Cyprus and all the tarot readers, they just give these empowering readings and predictions. And what I love about your work, your teachings, your courses, it's all about guidance it's all about empowering so my question is what is in your opinion the true purpose of tarot and divination systems I, I think it's to I think it's so that we can have a magical life I mean I, I, I honestly think that any method you want to choose 
to reach out to the divine is meant to help you along your path of whatever your life purpose is, of whatever your soul is desiring. Um, it, it's, it, it will just always be, well, let me back up and say it this way. Angels are messengers of God. Mm. Why would you not talk to the messenger of God? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> why would you not do that? I mean, why you've got this legion of adoring fans called angels who think we are the most beautiful little cutie pies ever. And all they want to do is love on us and guide us and help us. And, and so why would you not take advantage? Why would you not want to do that? Mm. Maybe that's what divination or intuitive work or some people like get freaked out by the word psychic. So, okay, fine. Don't, don't use it. But, but in the end, all we're really trying to do is to find a way to go within and touch that part of the divine that is within us mm. and connected to the divine that is above us or on, on another plane or where, however you want to describe it. And in order to be able to navigate this wacky world that for reasons that are beyond most of us, we chose to come to. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what were we thinking? But okay, we're here and there must have been a reason. So let's make the most of it. And, and so that's what I think. That's what I think the purpose of it is. Perfectly summarizes when you said it's connecting with the divine within us and connecting yeah. that to the divine that's outside because we're all part of the whole thing. Um, and I also think that like with, with the cards, I'm always careful with my students to go, you, to rem say, remember, it's not the cards. Yes. It's you. It's mm. you. And initially, I'll let them think it's the cards because there's, it gets their subconscious and their ego out of the way. And, and so that I'll let them, I'll let them initially kind of like lean on this little thing. But then in the end, it's like, okay, you are using this as a way to connect to the divine that is within you, mm. the divine that is within the cards. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And you notice this when you give readings as well. I remember back when I first started with, with Tarot, I was uh, learning what each suit meant and the story behind it and what each card meant. 
But now I don't rethink of the message behind it. So I just see the card and I just get the intuitive hit. And then there is a message that may be different from what the traditional many is, but that's the, that's the message because it's me translating and not the cards. Wonderful way to, um, to bring the power into us. Now, speaking of um, psychics and spiritual teachers, I want to talk a little bit about the idolization uh, of psychics and spiritual teachers that to me, it feels to be very prevalent right now in the spiritual community. And a question that has been coming up a lot is whether we're all born psychic or not, or intuitive, whatever you want to call it. So what is your perspective on this? Can anyone do this? Or are there just certain group of people that hold the magic? No, there's not just... <clears throat> you know, I used to say, I used to tell people that... Anyone can play the piano, but not everyone is a concert pianist. But yes. I, I've actually sort of, pardon the pun, changed my tune on that one. Huh. Because I, I think, again, we're back to practice, practice, practice. Yeah. I think anyone can learn to play the piano and anyone can be a concert pianist. Uh. It's, a, it's a matter of how much are you going to put into it? And I, I do think that we are born these little magical in with our intuition turned way up. And as we are, as we grow up, either we do it ourselves or, or our parents or other people around us turn the volume down. And, and so, you know, for varying reasons, um, you know, we, we get to a place in our life where we're like, you know, I, I, I can only barely hear that song anymore. And I want to hear it again. Uh, and that's when we start to turn the volume back up. And so I, I don't, I think that there are some people uh, in this world who have not only turned the volume down, they've turned the radio off. Uh, and most of them, unfortunately, are our political leaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I hear you. <laughs> but um, um, anybody can have as deep a connection to the divine as they want, if, as long as they're willing to put in the, the energy to have it. Have it. Absolutely. I, I... Some people come to me sometimes, they're like, oh my God, you were born with a gift. I'm like, I wasn't born with a gift. I worked hard to develop that. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, when I started like 15 years old, I wasn't seeing angels and spirits around me. I'm not clairvoyant. I just worked my ass off to just be able to like, to learn how to communicate and find my own intuition languages. So anyone can do it. I so agree with that as well. Um, now, I thought it would be fun because there are a few different systems you mentioned in the book. Just go briefly over them and you tell us what each system is best for. Okay, so I want to start with the Lenormand, which is something that I'm not familiar with. The Lenormand. <laughs> so the Lenormand is a, a it's a, so the people who are into the Lenormand um, say it's easier than tarot. I disagree. I think it's more complicated than tarot. Um, it's a, it's, 
a set, a series of cards um, where each card has a whole bunch of different meanings. Some of them make sense and are congruent to one another. And then they'll just throw one in out of the, out of left field. But it's like, where did that come from? Um, and um, it, it's, it's like reading tarot cards, but you're reading like in a sentence. The cards are laid out and you're reading like a sentence. So if, if, you, if you fall in love with the Lenormand, you have got a lot of memorization to do. <clears throat> a lot more than tarot, um, especially my tarot decks, which have words on them, as opposed to traditional ones that don't. Uh, because in Lenormand, not only do you have to memorize um, each card's meanings and the varied meanings. You have to memorize the meaning of the position of the card and each card has a home position and you have to memorize that home position too. And so it, it acts a little bit like Tarot meets the houses of astrology. Wow, it sounds complicated. <laughs> and some people, the people who love it, love it. And I'm sure that they, again, can play it like a concert piano. But I, it was one of the ones where I was like, meh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not do that one. I think we're just so used to the tarot. That's why I recently discovered a new uh, card divination system. It's a Turkish system. It's called the Deste, used oh. by the witches of Smyrna. And uh -huh. it's, uh, I was trying to learn it as well. It's kind of similar that you have to memorize the position. And if this card is next to this card, it means something different. It's fascinating well, to see. Yeah, how like how different cultures like conceived the divine and created these different systems. Okay, let's move into the runes. What can runes be used for? Runes can be used for just about anything. Um, um, I again, I think that they're. I, I think the that like a pendulum is better for this or that. You know, yes or no. I think the pendulum is really great for those kinds of questions and deeper questions too. I mean, you can use the pendulum for deeper questions. But runes have, a, they're like an, another, a deeper level. So you can, you can absolutely pull a rune of the day the same as you pull a card of the day. And it will give you very valuable information. But you can also ask the runes, it's like, okay, should I exit my relationship? Should I quit my job and move back to Greece? I mean, you can ask it those deeper questions and it will give you very uh, meaningful answers. So, um, yeah, I love runes. I think they're super cool. I don't use them all that much because my world is so immersed in tarot yes. and my job is immersed in tarot. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah. So Same kind of thing here. I, I, I've never really got into them, but when I try them, I love them. So maybe uh, next amazing. project for me. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty amazing. Just try, if you're going into them and you have any fear systems at all, just sort of like ignore the myths. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't read that stuff. And keep the just light. <laughs> stay in here, yeah, right. <laughs> stay in the light. Okay, we talked about the pendulum, which is yes or no, mostly. And it's how about, like yes. And finding things. And finding things, like with maps or just using it as a dowsing tool. Well, yeah, yeah, you can just use it to go, okay, are my keys in the living room? Yes or no? Yes. Are my keys in the dining room? Yes yeah. or no? Yeah. yeah. 
I love it. It's, it's sort of, I, I, usually I see your angel answers card deck as kind of like similar to, um, to the pendulum. Yes or yes. no, quickly. It does have aspects to it. And that's coming back out in November in a yes. new updated and better uh, um, edition. So I'm excited about that. Excited. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about the I Ching now, the three, three Chinese coins. That's the, what I remember from my childhood, like trying the, the I Ching. Is that the only way it can be used? You need the no, coins. I mean, but most people just use pennies or huh. any kind of coin that has a difference, has two different sides. Yes. You can use whatever you want. Um, the I Ching is deep. I mean, it is huh. really, really deep. I mean, this is for truly big life. I mean, I'm sure that you could try to, you, it seems like a waste to me to go to the I Ching for something that is not significant because <laughs> It is going to give you incredible information. And the I Ching, every time I tried it, what I would find myself, you know, okay, I'm gonna have to go for a walk. I'm, I'm gonna have to journal. I'm gonna have to process this. I'm going to have to go back to it and read it again and again, because it is truly deep. And it is one of the most ancient of the divinatory systems and, 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 and so it's had thousands of years to develop, to grow itself as a divinatory tool. And so it's, it's amazing. Um, I really like the I Ching, but again, it's, it's not something you just pull out for. Yeah, it, it is so deep and it has connections with so many other systems as well. I remember I learned about it while studying Feng Shui, which is uh -huh. part of the different yes. areas of the Bagua, they have the mm -hmm. symbols. Um, so there's so many other um, tools people can, can read in the book. There's chapter on angels, fairies. We have astrology, numerology, meditation, mantras, which are all um, fabulous. Um, now, Radley, you've included so many different um, tools here. What is your advice to someone just starting out using divination tools? What tools should, should they start with? And what are some tips to ensure they start right? Okay. So, um, first of all, they can start here. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. they want to, they can start here. And if you do start here, read it in order. Don't jump around, don't pop around. But unless you just feel guided to, and I'll always tell you to follow your guidance, but it's written in an order on purpose. So, mm -hmm. but the other thing that I would tell someone who wanted to like try to figure out what um, language of the divine is best for them is, is if you have the opportunity, go into a brick and mortar uh, bookstore, a metaphysical bookstore, and just walk around. And, and I mean, what, what makes your heart jump in a positive way? <laughs> I mean, what, what makes, what, what do you walk up to and go, ooh, ah, what is this? You know, it's, you know, pendulums used to be these very simple, boring little things, and now they're gorgeous. Mm. You know, it's like, I was in a metaphysical bookstore doing a talk last December, and there was a, there, it, there was a pendulum that just screamed at me from across the store. And I was like, what is that? I must have, you know? <laughs> and, and so, you know, try to put yourself, I, I, you know, in that buffet style environment 
if you can walk around, pick up books, pick up stuff, you know, and, and, and see how it feels in your hands. Do angel oracle cards feel like, oh, this feels good to me? Or do fairy oracle cards feel good? Or does the tarot feel good? Or do, you know, are you led to these runes and these symbols call to you in almost like this past life kind of way? You know, um, just listen to your intuition. Even though you're in this to develop your intuition, your intuition is there. Um. And you, know, you can ask your angels to help you. Ask Archangel Shamuel, C-H-A-M-U-E-L, the eyes of God, to help point your eyes towards the thing that will lead you to the greatest experience or Archangel Haniel, H-A-N-I-E-L, and ask her to, because she's the Archangel of intuition, ask her to help you find what you're looking for. Ask your guardian angels, you know, but if you can put yourself in that experience, it's so much more poignant. It's uh. so much more moving than to go onto Google or Etsy and go runes. <laughs> it's yes. just going to move you more if you can put yourself in that experience. If you can't, then Etsy or whatever, online, find, find places online where you can look at different things. But um, yeah, phys physical interaction is the way, because like, our body just can feel and can be attracted yeah. to different oh. stuff or oh. just get get the book, <laughs> which is, in my opinion, I would define it as, as Hogwarts in a book. <laughs> oh, that's the sweetest thing anyone has said to yeah. me about this book. Oh, I love you, George. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, right? Because like, like you're going to Hogwarts, I'm learning all this different stuff about angels and rooms oh, and tarot. Like, ooh, so what do I want to learn? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is wonderful. Thank you for saying that. That's my favorite um, compliment ever. <laughs> oh, I totally, so many. Okay, so I want to end this um, by telling us a little bit about the Certified Angel Tarot Reader Online course, which is relatively new. It's been mm -hmm. out for, for a while. But how is it different from other tarot schools and where can people learn more about it? Um, I think the CATR is different from other tarot schools because it's based on angels. I mean, it's a certified yes. angel tarot reader course. Yes. And so it, it continues that um, work that I've done of blending angels with tarot. And so if that sort of like feels really good to you and, and plus it, it's like, I think that people, people who've taken the course were, have afraid of other courses. And so that whole angel element kind of like gets them in and they're like, okay, this is not scary. You know, all of my students, I have a huge and very um, robust and vibrant private community that comes with you taking the course. And it's like, yeah, they love my stuff. And, and we, we talk about it all the time. But they also talk about, oh, look, I just found this new deck. And I love it. You know, and it's not my deck. It's something else. And maybe they pretty much nobody in my group is like, oh, look at this gruesome new deck I found. They're, they're not going to go over there. Yeah. They do like, you know, they, they, they go 
towards the traditional a little bit. And, you know, they're like, oh, isn't this cool? And I was like, yes, it is cool. And I'm totally groovy that you want to talk about it. But a lot of those students would never have gotten to that place if they hadn't started with CATR. Mm. Because it was this little soft and gentle, easy way in. Yet also, the CATR course, I've taught other courses in the past that were similar to this. This is more advanced, um, but it's also got more about um, that whole social media, um, marketing yourself. There's a whole lesson um, uh, with multiple videos on how to do that in the CATR. Oh, that's so important. Um, yeah, yeah. And the CATR can be found at com. So, or you can find it on my website, which is radleyvalentine.com. Which is brand new as well. I've been there today and I loved it. <laughs> I love the picture. It's so much magic. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, the, uh, I, we found this woman named Chelsea Marie and she just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it was it's really good. I still good. remember the first day because she kept it secret for a while and then and then she went, ta-da! <laughs> and I just remember I squealed like a six-year-old girl. <laughs> so I'm, I am super happy with it. Hay House is super happy with it yeah. because I'll tell you a little insider Hay House thing. Yeah. That got start, that website started to happen because remember Rochelle Fredrickson? Yes. She's the head of PR at Hay House yeah, in the yeah. United States. Lovely woman. I love her. And her parting words of advice to me were, Radley, your website sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, do something about it. And, that, and so that's what started that whole path. And so that now, was before she left, right? I, right after she left, I guess. <laughs> it was like literally as she was going out the door she was like sucks, really, really i love that and, well, and, it turned out beautifully i was so grateful to her for that advice <laughs> <laughs> radley it's been such a pleasure having you on the lit up live worker podcast thank you so much for joining us and sharing this amazing book with the world Again, my 15-year-old self and my current self absolutely love it and rejoice and have rejoiced reading it. And I cannot wait for everybody to experience it. Thank you so much and wishing you the most beautiful rest of your day. You too, sweetheart. It was awesome to see you again. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.